This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, hour number three. Almost said number two, but no, hour number three. The time's gone by so fast. It doesn't seem like I've sat here for two hours already, but we have, and appreciate all of you listening, calling in, texting as well. I do appreciate that very, very much, and I try to get back to those text messages even while I'm on air as much as I can. Just remember, while I'm talking and I'm alone, where I don't have Andy or, or others with me, it's always a little bit more challenging me for get, you know, to get back to you as quickly as I would like to. So in some cases, it may take me a tad bit of time to make that happen. Kurt Rogers joining us now for a Monday Mortgage Minute. Kurt, how are you, sir? I am doing just fine. Look at that. We got a 90-degree temperature day. Amazing. So Kurt's with Affordable Interest Mortgage, of course. And All right. So, Kurt, there are experts saying homeowners with rates in that 3 to 4% range are not refinancing. And I realize there are some that probably are not, but... It's not all, because sometimes people just need to do things. They need extra cash to make it happen. And you bring up a very good point. Uh, what's, what people are starting to look at is their, 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 their standard rate across the board, their blended rate. And I've got a client now, his first is at 359 with a 2.875 interest rate. But by the time he's done paying off all of his debt, his blended rate goes to 45 but he saves 900 a month in refinancing wow. his home. That's a lot. That is a lot. So, and, and, to, and and really quick, to your point, to your point, yeah. No, I, and I want to make sure that we say this, and next time you're on later this month, we can really, you know, kind of delve into this and get into the numbers. But if you look at what some of the credit card interest rates are right now, Kurt, and if you're somebody that's carrying, I don't know, and it's not uncommon today to have somebody to have thirty, forty thousand dollars or more of credit card debt. And if you're carrying that at a twenty percent plus rate, and you look yep. at what those payments are, even the minimum payments, knowing you're never going to get them taken care of. By the way, if you just keep making minimum payments, if you look at it that way, it doesn't matter if you go from a three percent rate to a six and a half percent rate. No, it it, it doesn't because you're you're buying that rate down so much. Your, your rate of two point eight seven five doesn't go up. Because of that, when, when the feds keep raising rates, they're raising credit card rates. Oh, yeah. So what people used to have at 6 and 8, they're now at 16 to 20. Kurt, there are some credit cards, because I have one. I don't use it this way, because I'm different, and you know me and how I do things. But my, I have a credit card where if you go get a cash advance out of a ATM and you don't pay that back right away, it's 29% interest. 29 yep. That's huge, and there are people out there. By the way, and I'm sorry, I'm and I'm not, I'm not against any of these people, but there's people out there that have d- done exactly what I just said. So if you look at a blended rate on a credit card, where it could easily be twenty five, twenty six percent, yeah, your three percent mortgage doesn't really mean much then. No, not at that point. And we're actually seeing. I have a lot of customers doing that now. They've realized the three four is nice, but I don't like the twenty one, twenty two. So they're blending their their, their debt and cutting their payments 900 a month. So there are still reasons to do a refi, folks. Kirk can help you with all of that. Last but not least, ask about the all-in-one loan. That's another way to really help you out when it's all said and done, and Kirk can help with that. Kirk, you also take over Haystack Help Radio, which is heard every day here from noon to 1. You do that on Tuesdays. What are you doing tomorrow? We're talking exactly about what we're talking about right now, how to, how to make all that work and cut your total monthly outgo. Cash flow, you know, there's an old saying in business. You know what I'm going to say. Cash is king, Kurt. Especially now, yes. Cash is king. So if you've got the ability to save cash every month and therefore even take that existing mortgage and pay it down, you're right back down to where that old rate was anyways if you do. Yep. You've got to be wise about it. That's right. Got to yep. be wise. Kurt, as always, I appreciate you, man, very much. 
Thanks, John. You have bet. a nice day. Have a great week. Have a good evening. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for 30 years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. The market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a 3-2-1 buy-down or refinance and pay less interest to own your home faster with the Asset Manager Mortgage. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, where we've been serving Coloradans for over 20 years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And the MLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. Geno's Auto Service, folks, anything you need for your vehicle, they're there to take care of you. There's always a great deal going on, and right now they've got an AC special running, air conditioning special, 303-794-6700. Geno's Auto Service is celebrating 40 years in business with an air conditioning recharge special. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant and cleans it. Then we put the clean refrigerant back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. Geno's is a Colorado family-owned business and proud to serve families in Littleton for 40 years. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Group insurance analysts, again, anything you need when it comes to insurance, including your business insurance, they're a broker, they'll shop what's best for you, health insurance as well. Find them at e-gia.com. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate the maze of Medicare options so that you get the right plan to fit your needs and at the best premium. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or online, whether it is a Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplements, a standalone prescription plan, long-term care, or final expense insurance. GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, 303-423-0162, or go online to e-gia.com. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we're back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Drago Dimitrov joining us now. Drago, how are you? Or Drago, I'm John. sorry. Drago, how are you? Uh, hey, those You'll go by anything, back. won't you? Uh, well, whatever I identify as today. How, how often does your name get messed up, by the way? You know, uh, I grew up in Indiana, small town, and so I heard every Midwestern pronunciation. Oh, boy. Be. Um, I don't even recognize the difference half the time. <laughs> You're a good sport. All right, you've got a couple of articles that you've written here of late and read through both of them, by the way, and they're both, they're both fabulous. Where do you want to start? Which one? Uh, well, you know, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. You know your audience, bus. Narcissism. narcissism. Let's go there first because I think that's prevalent right now in politics. John, are you saying your audience is narcissistic? Uh, no, but they listen to a lot of folks out there that are. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> Let's do it. 
Um, and, and you know what? As, as I read through that, again, wasn't anything there that I really could disagree with at all. I think we've entered into a time where, you know, not just in politics, but just the culture at large collectively. And that's the title of your your article, that the trend of collective narcissism. And we're there. It, it's not a trend. I think it's there, Drago. It's it's there. Yeah, I yeah, I guess um, all this was started where I was puzzled just thinking about some of the clips that surfaced in the last month where, you know, you, you had like naked adult men yep. um, close to children and, you know, our, our society you know, does not, doesn't say much about it. And I know, you know, for years people have harped about, you know, postmodernism, subjective truth, right. you know, reducing obje- objective truth. But for me, the extra connection here is this strange thing where as far as narcissism goes, if you look up, you know, do psychology research, there's a lot of guidance. If you have a narcissistic family member, coworker, whatever, right, there's great sources of support in dealing with narcissistic personalities. But for some reason at the cultural level, um, it's the opposite. And in fact, we encourage the narcissism. So it's a strange we dichotomy. Do. Well, and we're seeing a little bit of this even with the Sound of Freedom movie. We talk, my son and I talked about this a little bit earlier in the last hour, how, you know, it's doing very well at the box office. It even beat out Indiana Jones and Disney, you know, shelved that that particular movie. And then it had to go to the you know indie side of the fence. As you know, you know the story, I don't have to tell you. And yet from yeah. the mainstream media, you're hearing absolutely crickets out of that movie. And if anything, you're seeing criticism over the movie, which I don't know how in the world you could criticize a movie that is basically talking about the exploitation of, of in, the, in, the, in the sex trafficking of kids. Drago, how in the world could anyone be against that? Yeah, I think even though this was Other than a narcissist, my, by the way. Narcissists think, I should say. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't explicitly in the article, but it, it comes down to also our view of a society with, as it relates to sex. So, you know, people treat sex like it's just about pleasure and, you know, excuse the frankness, if it's just all about, you know, an orgasm, right? So one orgasm is the same as another orgasm. Who cares what the source is? And, you know, it sounds like a strange thing to say, but that's collectively kind of how we're acting with regards to sex. And that's exactly what's happened in the response to, not from all, by the way, the movies had great reviews and there's a lot of individuals, even non you know, non-Christians even, uh, Drago, that have, you know, sounded the alarm to go watch that movie, go see it, you know, spread the spread the word about it and so on, which, you know, you know again, fabulous. Got to make sure we give kudos where kudos is, is due. But yet we've also got some that are out there, and I do think this is that narcissistic group think where it's like, wait a minute, time out. No, 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 this is, this is from the other side. So no matter what's being said, because it's from the other side and Caviezel and some of his like are Christian-like or Catholic, if you would, but because of that, we've got to be against it no matter what. Even if the message is good, we have to be against it. That's narcissistic thinking. Yeah, it's narcissistic thinking, especially when it's something that uh, threatens your own sense of identity. Correct. You can't hear something different. Correct. And, and, okay, so I know you said a moment ago that when you look at this on an individual basis, there's lots of of help, and, and there is. I mean, if, if you've ever been around somebody that's a narcissist, uh, you can find all sorts of, of psychological help, books, different things, and so on. Yet, to your point a moment ago, we have nothing societal-wise that would help with this. So what, what do you feel the answer is? You know, there's no book that's going to share this with us. What's your answer? Well, this is, um, I don't know if we're ready for this yet, but, uh, you know, and this isn't necessarily my answer, but one of the growing movements politically is this referendum on classical liberalism. Now, I know traditionally we say we support it, it's great, and, you know, that, that's what America's all about. But this idea of separation of uh, church and state, uh, unfortunately, one could argue that it leads to the inevitable outcome of what we're seeing today. Because yes. if you say that there's no such thing as right and wrong, and that everybody determines right and wrong for themselves, you now collapse, by definition, into a narcissistic society because... I, as the narcissist, can say, well, I know what's right, I know what's wrong, and you can't tell me otherwise. True. No, you you know what? You are, you're right. And I didn't think we'd ever have to have a country whereby you'd have to do the things that you just mentioned a moment ago. You would think those things would flush themselves out. Although when you get too many narcissists in power and this group think, as you wrote about, starts to take over, you have to do something. 
Yeah, and I mean, on a spiritual dimension, if you want to say that the fundamental struggle that every human goes through is the idea of my will be done versus right. God's will be done. Right. I mean, that is the fundamental struggle, actually, that Correct. every human heart has to deal with. Right? Correct. But as a society, we're, we're going on my will be done as opposed to God or you know a transcendent principle, because the idea is that all of these transcendent principles are just made-up inventions by the powerful people, and th- that at least is how our culture is treating it. So, um, and, yeah, and, and by the way, it's not the way we were founded, and I know from, for a fact that not every founder was a believer in the sense that even you and I would talk about being a believer, but they had a belief in a higher power, a higher authority, somebody that we're responsible to. They at least had that belief. They may have not had it exactly the way you you, you and I would describe it, but they had somebody, something that they were responsible to, and that's how our country was founded. We've gone from that to you're your own responsibility. You're not responsible to anybody. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because uh, this rampant individualism overlooks the fact that our fundamental identities are actually interpersonal. You're identified by your role as husband, as father, as community member. You know, we, we have an interwoven web with each other. And this is not to say to go to the other extreme of, like, collectivism, communism, you know, that, that whole right. mindset. But the rampant individualism has its own weaknesses as well. So then your next article, which I think dovetails into this, talks about where and why we disagree. Well, there's fundamental disagreements on some of the things you and I just noted. I've even got some listeners from the other side of the aisle that would probably disagree with everything you and I just said. And you know what? They, they have the freedom to disagree. That's fine. But why, do, why are we now at a point whereby, and I know this has something to do with the narcissism group think you just talked about a moment ago, but why are we at a point to where you can't even share your opinions, whether it be publicly, social media, or wherever, if the other party or the other parties feel like you're 100% wrong, when you may very well be right, you're going to be told you're wrong no matter what. By, by what standard can you even judge something to be right and wrong? And I, I think that's Hmm. That before there was at least a shared standard of uh, protocol to engage in, right? But now um, even the protocol itself is being questioned. So how can we play the same game if someone's trying to play chess and the other person's playing table tennis? We can go back to the movie we talked about a moment ago, you know, Sound of Freedom, whereby we know there are kids out there all around the world here in the U.S. as well being exploited. They're being used as chattel. Uh, you know, all sorts of things. I've interviewed some of these individuals over the years, Drago, so I know full well exactly how some of these things work and even how some of the predators themselves work. And it's very eye-opening, at least it was for me, to even learn how some of these inner workings of this work. And yet there are people, there's people out there that would, it would highly disagree with you and I and say, no, 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 this isn't really as big of a problem as this movie's making it. You guys are trying to make a big deal out of nothing, and you're accusing one particular party of doing this over another party. And by the way, I'm not Drago. I think this crosses all lines at times. It shouldn't. Uh, this shouldn't be going on at all. Kids should not be treated this way ever. Human beings shouldn't ever be treated this way, period. But yet we have this lack of of understanding of what the real facts are, and even some, I think, that would just flat out say, no, 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 that's not real, that's not happening. It's, it's really strange to see that backlash, because for a topic that you think would be a unanimous Universal. front yeah. against yep. uh, exploitation of children, you, wanna, you always want to give benefit of the doubt, but at some point you just wonder why anyone would vocally oppose such a cause. Unless you just look at children as property and chattel and you hate them and you don't care what happens to them and you look at them as something that can be programmed to accomplish what you want in the end and you don't look at them for what they are, God's creations. To me, Drago, that's the only way you can look at it. Yeah, indeed. And and, and here's... By the way, that's another article I think you should write, just as a side note, because I think it goes right (laughs) along with what you're talking about here. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. Yeah, I think at this point, it it really is a philosophical struggle where people have to reconcile, and I even say, you know, turn back to the Church if you have any intrinsic sense of this, you know, morality. So even, I mean, most, let's say, good people have some sense of, it is wrong to inflict cruelty on an innocent human being. Right. At a fundamental, like, that's installed, like, that, yep. that exists. Agree. Um, 
Right, but uh, when people get cynical, they start even questioning this fundamental pillar of, of, of thinking, right? Well, what, why? Like, what, why is it bad to be cruel to innocent people? That's just a made-up story. And this is, unfortunately, that, that spiral where when there's no accountability, no religion, uh, it's just the mm. inevitable slide towards that direction. Well, and we see that, and I hate to get off another tangent, but when you look at the whole transgender movement and what we're now seeing parents inflict and do to their own kids, rather than sitting down with a child and saying, wait a minute, Johnny, Susie, let's really work through this, talk about this. And, you know, I know you're kind of struggling with some different things, but, you know, changing your whole gender is a big, big decision. And no, I don't think that right now that you're 13, this is in your best interest to make that decision. You know, if anything, let's wait a while and see where things go and make sure this is really something you want to do when you get into your early 20s. If you would, I mean, once they're 18, granted, they can probably do whatever they want to. But you get where I'm going here. Rather than rather that, though, we have parents today that are encouraging some of this behavior, acting like, again, the kid's property. And maybe it's a situation where the parent wanted a boy, but they got a girl or they wanted a girl and got a boy. So now let's agree with that. Let's go ahead and force feed, if you would, this transition on these kids. To me, that's as much child abuse as the movie is the movie predicts or the movie portrays. Well, yeah, I mean, this goes back to where we would agree that um, a child is, has insufficient ability to make a decision like that, you know, to chop off different uh, right. parts of their own body. But, you know, again, if there's no standard for anything, you could say, well, how do you know that a child can't make that decision? Like, okay, fine, they have smaller brains, whatever, but you don't know the internal invisible experience of the child. So maybe the internal invisible experience of the child and the child really knows that you know he wants to you know chop different things off so this is the this is the, this is the type of you know, framework we're dealing with um it's an appeal to the invisible which is a resurrection of gnosticism i mean this has existed for thousands of years this separation of body and spirit mm-hmm. like somehow the true you is this inner spirit person trapped in a body as opposed to the human being being an integration of yes. body and spirit. Yes. You cannot just separate. Yes. Uh, well said. Again, this is a whole nother, not to feed you more work, but it's a whole nother article in and of itself because you just described it very well. We're separating those things out and we shouldn't be. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, that could, we could have a whole nother discussion on that. But philosophically, that's what it comes down to. You have on one extreme, people overemphasize the body. That's the materialist, mm-hmm. like the atheists, who just say yep. all that exists is atoms and the physical. But on the other end of the spectrum, you have people who overemphasize the internal, you know, who you just close your eyes, and it's just, that's my whole spiritual experience, ign- ignoring the role of the body. So it, it's kind of rediscovering that um, mystery of the middle in between those two. Last thing, I want to keep you for a couple more minutes because I had an article that actually Charlie had sent me today that I thought would be right up the alley for you and I to discuss, and that is Sarah Silverman suing the maker of ChatGPT for copyright infringement, and there's now other comics and individuals that have written books and so on that are kind of following up in the same manner when it comes to suits. What are your thoughts on all of that? Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't looked at the specific details. I just don't know how that could be ultimately enforced um, because you could look for certain patterns between things. But you know, any—I mean, yeah—I I don't think that's. In, I, I would be surprised to see how you could enforce that because I don't know how, where you could draw the line between one AI-produced output versus another AI-produced output. Well, and if it's just because it's putting it out doesn't necessarily mean there's a copyright. It depends on what the person with that, in my opinion, it would depend on what that person with that said information now has in front of them then goes and does. For example, if you went and published an entire book based upon another writings from a bunch of other people, then, of course, we'd have an issue with that. But for somebody to just retrieve information from ChatGPT based upon what somebody else wrote or said, how is that an infringement? Yeah, unclear. I, I think the AI-generated music, too, is even a trickier one as well, where it sounds and it uses the voice of the yeah, person. That one's even different. Music. That's a, yeah. Again, that's a whole other conversation you and I should have here in the near future, because that's a whole other topic. That Again, these are things that are going to have to be flushed out as we go down this path. Yeah, absolutely. Drago, always good to have you. Tell folks how to find you. Yeah, I have a Substack, dragodimitrov.substack.com, or for short, www.drago.life. Awesome. Please, uh, please take a look and let, give me feedback on, on, on what I write. Always a joy having you, Drago. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for reaching out. We'll keep having you on, sir. Thank you, John. Good stuff. Always a joy. I, 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 we met 
oh gosh, it's been probably five, six months ago now. And every time we have him on, we just keep, you know, delving into different things. And uh, just a real quick side note, anytime you have a new guest on like Drago, they don't always know us and I don't always know them. And the first time we had him on was really to talk about AI. It's coming. What's going to happen? How's this going to work? So on and so forth. You know, what are the pros and cons and so on? And as we started chatting, I could just get a sense from him that he had a lot more depth, faith, and understanding, much like we have here. And we just sort of hit it off. And after that particular show, we did some emailing back and forth. And he said, hey, I... I didn't realize what you guys had going on there. Didn't really realize the kind of program I was even coming on. I think we have a lot more in common than what we even had the ability to talk about. Can I come back on and we can get into some of these topics even in more detail uh, as the months progress? And I said, of course we can. And yes, I could sense from that initial conversation, you know, where his faith was. But it's always interesting. You never know who you're going to talk to on an initial interview and where things are going to head. But this is an example where... Uh, Drago and I have really kind of become out of the, out you know, off the show, even pretty good friends. And we chat back and forth quite a bit on different things. He'll send me articles and we go back and forth. It's been a real joy to have him on. So, yes, go read his work. He's a great guy, and I appreciate him joining us on a routine basis. Absolute electrical, plumbing, heating, and air. Anything you need when it comes to your home, your electrical system, of course, and, of course, your HVAC. They've got their 5280 AC tune-up special. Call and find out today how that would work for you. Find them at klzradio.com. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet cool attic or whole house fan installed with absolute electrical plumbing, heating, and air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com slash absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, he wants to help you with your future finances, how you get to retirement, and then, of course, stay there. And make sure you have the right plan in place to do that. 303-744-1128 or klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is the coach you must have to prepare your retirement for any contingency. For more than 30 years, Al has seen retirement plans interrupted by the need for long-term care, sudden unexpected emergencies, divorce, or many other things that can stop you from enjoying your retirement. Al Smith knows that there's a 50% chance that you'll need long-term care at some point during your retirement and a 25% chance that the care will be for longer than a year and a half. These statistics are why Al works so hard to make sure that you're prepared for whatever comes your way. Al also knows that people often don't consider these events until it's too late to overcome them. Be informed and prepared for a successful, enjoyable retirement. Use Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Don't wait any longer. Schedule a short introduction at klzradio.com slash money to strategize your retirement dream. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Hi-Fi Plumbing. Again, all of your plumbing needs and even upgrades you may want to do, outdoor, kitchens, things like that. Give Hi-Fi a call today, 877-WE-HI-FIVE. Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. High Five can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement 
isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. Setbacks, resolve, no need to worry at all. Call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Joe, what's going on, sir? John, not, uh, not the main reason I called, but I just thought I'd mention, you know, uh, King Supers and the theft of laundry detergent. Yeah. Do you know what uh, Kroger, which is the parent company, of, do you know what their net uh, after-tax profit margin was last year? Oh, like 4% or something. It wasn't much. 1.6%. Okay, yeah. No, it's it's and, very low. Right, so they cannot afford to, quote, absorb nope. that. It that, gets passed on to us. It gets passed on to you. So, no, those those uh, corporations, those supermarkets are not absorbing any of it. It gets passed back to you. You are correct. Anyway, craziest thing I've seen all day. Um, North Dakota Governor Doug, uh, what's his name, uh, Doug Burgum, is offering, I don't know if you saw this, he's offering $20 gift cards for a dollar donation. Have you seen that? No, I have not. <laughs> well, <laughs> in order to get in the uh, debates in August... The Republican National Committee said you have to have 40,000 uh, individual donors, including at least 200 unique donors in each of 20 states. So in an effort to get his 40,000 donors and 200, now 20 times, so he's offering $20 gift cards to 50,000 50, people. That's a million dollars. So he's offering a million dollars in gift cards. To For get, a $1 but, donation. Right, to get $1 donation. It's not That's a bad so deal, crazy. actually. I, maybe I should give a buck. It's a pretty yeah. good return. So if you want to make a quick 19 bucks, if yeah. your listeners, just donate uh, donate to Doug, Doug Burgum, again, Governor Norton. Yeah, Dad's, no, it's Burgum. you got to be the first of the first of the 50,000 people. Right, and, and, and 200. And I, I don't know if they're going to keep doing it if you're more than 200 in your state, but... Uh, that's, that's pretty amazing. I just, no, I thank you. I had I did not know that. I hadn't picked it up today. So thanks. The other thing um, I, I noticed, um, um, who's the gentleman that does the uh, the editorial comment for Crawford? Oh, Bob Duco. Bob Duco. I see Bob Duco agrees with me that uh, <clears throat> Biden won't be the uh, the nominee come the. No, come he the doesn't. Year. He's he's thought that now for several months. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I think you know because the press is now. You know, going after the Biden family, you know, they used to bury all yep. this stuff. No, they're, they're starting coming. to go after him. And, and again, you know, and you know me, you know, two or three months ago, I would have, I was saying that Joe, you know, that President Biden would be the nominee. But now that all the Hunter stuff has come out and watching what the press has done, I think there's a division in the party right now, which you seldom see, by the way, on the Democrat side of the aisle. Uh, but there's definitely a division there. And I think there are some people that want him to still run. And I don't know why. Uh, and there's, I think there's a overwhelming majority of Democrats that do not want him to run. Well, I think they're smarter than a lot of Republicans, because I think that he would lose to any other yep. uh, Republican candidate besides Trump, and he might even lose to Trump. I think, yeah, I think what you just said there is, a, and I think that's the biggest thing they fear, as much as they want Trump to be the the candidate on our side, and by the way, everything they're doing to prop him up to do so, they're being very effective in that, because the rage on our side is huge, and it's making him the front runner right now. It's making Trump the front runner, and the, but the other side knows he's the easiest to beat, whether it's Joe Biden running or it's Whitmer running. Uh, yes, and and they want Trump to be because of all the potential candidates Republicans can put, could put up, uh, Trump is the weakest. Again, not elections are weakest. Probably is the best way to say it. He's the easiest to beat. Let's say it that way because he's not a weak candidate, but he's easiest no. to beat. He's easiest to beat again because our elections are decided by the unaffiliated. That's right. Uh, middle voters, you know, you're you're thirty. Joe, okay. Just side note on that, really quick, because I said this in the in the first hour. 
What is it going to take to get our side, especially here in Colorado, to understand what you and I just said, that it's that middle that make the final decision as to who's the governor of Colorado, who's the president of the United States, who's the senator of Colorado, and so on. What's it going to take to make them understand that? John, I think people like you just have to keep it educated. I think this country, a lot of them are under a misconception that we're 45% Republican, 45% Democrat, and only 10% unaffiliated. No. No, the unaffiliated is the single it's largest— It's 30, 30, 40. 30, 30, 40. The 40% is the unaffiliated. They are the single largest voting block, and you cannot be the next president of the United States unless you can get a majority of the unaffiliated voters. And right now, Trump, although he might get a majority of Republican votes, he will Maybe. doesn't stand a snowball's chance in hell of getting majority— of the unaffiliated votes, no. no. particularly the women, particularly unaffiliated women. Right. You know, women hate it. Suburban hate moms way, hate him. Yeah, my wife was at Rockford Republicans. She despises Trump. You know, she absolutely despises Trump. Her, our, every woman in our family who are all Republicans have nothing but disdain for the man. And by the way, you know, going back to Trump name-calling, I, I've always viewed name-calling as a sign of weakness. You know, there's an old saying that is frequently re- um, uh, attributed to uh, Socrates, and, and, and there's some dispute. With, but it, the, the saying is, <clears throat> when the debate uh, when the debate is lost, slander yep. becomes the tool. Yeah, name of calling the starts. That's right. That's right. Right. Slander becomes the. And when tool you can't of the when loser. you can't win the debate, you just and, that, and by the way, the left is is excellent at this. When they can't win the debate, I've had it. I've had it happen to me here on air, Joe. When somebody can't win the debate, I'm now a flat earther. Yeah, this, it's the name-calling, uh, you know, the, the ad hominem personal mm-hmm. attacks. To me, that's a sign of weakness. If you if you can't, you know, hold your own based on an adult fact-based argument, if you're resorting to name-calling, that's a sign of weakness. And Agreed. unfortunately, in Trump, uh, you know, he 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 illustrates that. He just resorts to name-calling, which uh, I think is I, I hate to say that. He does that daily, unfortunately. Yep, and a huge sign of weakness on his part. Yeah. Whereas DeSantis, you know, he'll come right at you with both fists, but he'll use logic and facts. Now, he'll, he'll attack you, uh, but he'll... Well, as I so said things. earlier, Joe, I mean, I think all of us, uh, you know, if I was running a campaign, you know, you're going to be as nice as you possibly can be, but eventually if you've got to pull the gloves off, you can, but that's last resort. You want to do it, you want to kill him with kindness first, pull the gloves off last. <clears throat> right? You know, that reminds... You ever see the, the movie Roadhouse with Patrick Oh, Swayze? yes. Oh, yes. And, and one and of my favorite movies, and, by the way. It's a great movie. And he's instructing. And it's his, it's uh, corny, young, but it's a great movie. But he's instructing his young, young, experienced, uh, inexperienced bouncers, and he's telling them, "Be nice, be nice, be polite, be nice, be polite until it's time to not be nice." Right. But, but and, and and that's what we. And, and by the way, that's what Trump, he should watch the movie and learn something from even that corny movie that it was, because it would apply to him and his campaign right now. You can be nice until you don't need to be. Well, he's at a point in his campaign right now on the run up to the nomination, which he may or may not get right now. You need to play nice. Yeah, he needs to rehabilitate his image. And he's not only is he not rehabilitating his image, he's, he's just he's, he's tarnishing just reinforcing, it. He's just tarnishing and reinforcing that, you know, he's a, he's a crude, vulgar, and narcissistic uh, child. And, I, and really quick, for a lot of folks listening, I want to make sure I get this in, Joe. In 2016, 2015, the run-up to, that worked. People were tired of the other. They wanted a change. They wanted that pit bull style, if you would. Well, that's already been run through its courses. That, that has run its course, I guess you could say. People yep. don't want that anymore for the most part. Yes, there is a core that still want that. I want that. I'm one of those guys. I want a pit bull in Washington that'll get done what needs done. Unfortunately, you have to get elected first, and that's where we're at. Yes, and it's unfortunate that Trump still has an excellent chance of getting the Republican nomination because there are so many Republicans are blinded to the fact mm-hmm. that, that uh, yes, he was great. The three Supreme Court justices, thank goodness for them Yep. Uh, and all the recent decisions we've had. But yeah, we owe that. To, and, and I said this before. We owe that to Trump. And I'll, I'll give him credit where credit's due, Joe. We owe that to him. And he did great things. And, John, you're right. Had he rehabilitated his image... For the last two years, he would still be our president. He would today. be. 
Yes, economically, he would have won on that and that alone. And I think he would have even, you know, there was a few things he made missteps on during COVID. And had he done things even even a little bit again, though, had he been a nicer, kindler, gentler, even at that point in time, he would have evaluated, I think, COVID even differently. And I don't think we would have had the money problems, if you would, that have come from COVID since. Johnny, I agree 100 percent. But, you know, the past is prologue, as they say, yep. and, you know, we're we are where we are. No, but, you know, but and you and I talk about the past because if you don't learn from it, you're bound to repeat it. And as Republicans, we've got to look at what happened during that run up, even in 2020 and why we lost. Yes, there was definitely election interference and things that went on. And I'm not saying they were 100 percent clean because we know for a fact from from the mule movie, they weren't. They weren't. It wasn't clean, Joe. But by the way, they never are. I don't know of an election probably since the beginning of time that it's ever been perfect, Joe. Anytime humans and sin is involved, they're going to be flawed. So that person wanting a free or a perfect and, and, and free from any kind of fault election, that is a pipe dream. It's never going to happen. No. And so the issue is, was the amount of fraud that took place enough to change the outcome of the election? Let's assume that none of that fraud had taken place. And Trump, you know, picked up 6,000 votes here and 4,000 votes. I don't think it would have changed the outcome of the election. That's, that's my view. And, and on that one, here's what I'm going to say. It may have, although I go back to if we would have done things differently in the run-up to the vote, the debates were awful. He stunk at those. He lost voters during those. He lost voters with his demeanor. I mean, on down the line we go, and I've said this before, I'll keep saying it, if everybody that hated the man would have voted for the man, the election fraud wouldn't have mattered. That's correct. I mean, it could have been a runner. He could have beat Biden. Talk about a weak candidate. Here you have this senile, I mean, you know, it was obvious Biden was living in his basement. Yeah, living in his basement. He was too old. But, you know, it was... It was a horrible choice, and had Trump been a better candidate, had made himself into a better candidate, he would have beat, regardless of how much fraud the Democrats tried to perpetrate, he still would have beat Biden by six to eight points. Correct. It would have been a runaway. Correct. So, Correct. Yep. Hey, you want to talk about the most humorous thing? I yeah, saw you know what? Give me, uh, give me a second, Joe. Let me put you on hold. I've got to take a break. But yeah, hang tight. We can do that in a moment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Extreme Auto Repairs coming up next. Get your vehicle fixed, handled. Get ready for summer. And I hate to say this, but school is just around the corner. So make sure you're ready for that as well. Extreme Auto Repair. Find them at klzradio.com. Summer is time for graduations, road trips, and car problems. You can rest easy because AAA certified Extreme Auto Repair offers free pre-trip vehicle inspections for you and your family's safety. During the spring and summer when temps fluctuate, the parts on your car expand and retract, making them lose grip on the parts to which they connect. This can mean that your vehicle may run fine on your way out of town, but you could be in big trouble down the road. Batteries lose charge in extreme hot or cold temps. Brakes can lose grip under the increased strain. Fluids can get backed up or coagulate. Belts, hoses, and the cooling system need inspected. Any number of other things could go wrong. Extreme Auto's ASE certified master mechanics will advise you on anything that they see that looks questionable and recommend fixes to you with no pressure or obligation to fix the problem there. An appointment is needed for the inspection, so head over to klzradio.com slash extreme or call them at 303-841-1071 to schedule yours today. All right, flesh and back. Uh, give Kevin a call. Anything you need when it comes to the legal end of things. If you need representation, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. 
All right, KR Home Transitions is next. Two realtors for the price of one. Find them at klzradio.com. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay, that doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and RIA. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we're back, Jersey Joe. Five minutes. Go for it, sir. Um, have you heard about uh, Mayor of New York City and the photo of the cop he was carrying around in his wallet? No, I did not. Well, New York City Mayor Eric Adams used to be a New York City police officer. And last weekend there was a death of a police officer, and he made reference, you know, I remember when I was in the force and my partner, and he'd been an officer named me, and I've carried his photo in my wallet ever since. Well, a reporter from the New York Times asked to see the photo. So he pulled it out. Anyway, one of his staffers, he said, well, I'll get back to you. Anyway, um, one of the staffers, whistleblower, called the New York Times and said, um, we made that photo. We printed it off in black and white. We wrinkled it up. We spilled coffee on it. And that's the photo he gave you. <laughs> or that's no. the photo he showed you. When they asked him, could they have it to, to, uh, to, to test it for age, you know, for age, yeah. how old was the paper, how, he declined to let them test it. No. So he got caught claiming he's been carrying this photo around in his wallet for 20 years. Which he has um, not. Which he has not. He had his staff dumping up a photo. Shocker. <laughs> I'm surprised Shocker. the staffers actually ratted him out. Uh, well, you know, with somebody, uh, you remember, there's a lot of holdovers from de Blasio. Mm. And a lot of, you know, not everybody on, he inherited, just like Trump inherited staff. Yeah. Not everybody you inherit is on your side. Yeah, that's a good point. Good so, point. Uh, they want the old guy back. They want the old guy back, or they didn't. They didn't. Their guy didn't win, and they don't yeah. want you to. Yeah. They don't want you to win re-election. They're so. sore losers. Sore losers. Yeah, so. but they want their job, so they're going to hang around. And in their mind, they feel like they're still accomplishing things for the old regime. Yes. By, by the way, and another New York City uh, prosecutor got caught. You know, you, you ever get these? I don't know. Have you spend any time on Facebook, John? Uh, a little bit. You ever get these friend friend requests from strange women? Oh, all the stinking time, right? And they're you know, and they're really you know, you know, hot looking women. And yeah, you, and they you, don't you, know. you really quick, you take a look and you see, okay, well, there's how many different posts, and they're all done on the same day. Yeah, this is a guy in Russia and a wife beater in a basement. Well, anyway, some some prosecutor in New York City apparently replied to one of those, thinking it was a real woman. Uh, <laughs> by the way, turned the photo turned out to be some B list movie actress in a bath, of course, in the bathtub. Anyway, and she asked him for a picture of his uh, penis, which he sent her, and then he got blackmailed. <laughs> oh, my word. What an idiot. <laughs> what? And this guy's a prosecuting attorney. He, of all District. people, he should know the scams going on out there. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad, actually. That's really sad. Yeah, and he had to resign because they, of course. You know, they, had, they had the whole text string. They had the, you know... The text string, he, and, and he wound up losing. He had, I mean, he didn't get fired, but he resigned his job. But oh that's word. how those scams work. You know, they get you to 
do something uh, not incriminating but compromising, and the next thing you know, they're blackmailing you for money. Yeah, a little, little tip to everybody out there. Those aren't real people. Those are, in a lot of cases, bots to begin with that somebody else might get involved in, and it's not who you think it is. No, it isn't. Um, or if it is a real person, it's, it's probably some... Uh, 310-pound guy with a beard and a mustache. I mean, it's no different than the, you know, the, the general of, of Zimbabwe that's now going to give you $10 million, Joe, you know, the email yeah. you get. It's all the same group of people. Yeah. And, and by the way, and if, well, if some of them, it's actually, sometimes it is actual women and their boyfriends, and it's called that's, catfishing. No, that's true, too. Good point. Yeah, and they're trying to extract things from you. They're going to blackmail you. Right. They want to get you to do something compromised. Yeah, yeah I didn't, you know, I, I, I'd forgotten about that, but you are correct, Yes. I think there was some... Um, there's a, there's been like athlete. a series on that or something, isn't there? Yeah, and there was some star athlete. I think he might have even been in Denver, if I'm not mistaken, got wrapped up and he wound up, you know, $100,000 with this girl oh, gee, or whatever. Whiz. Unreal. So, yeah, Unreal. Catfish. Anyway, Joe, as always, man, appreciate you. Have a good night, sir. You too, John. Take All right, care. man. We'll do it. Veteran windows and doors, folks. Again, whatever you need when it comes to your windows and doors, and we're that time of the year where you may want to make some changes. You may want to enjoy the outdoors a little more. There's windows and doors that will allow you to do that. Whatever it happens to be, give Dave a call. He'd love to help you make those decisions, and he just wants you to be happy at the end of the transaction. 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want you to fall prey to gimmicks like heat lamps. They want you to make a wise decision based on facts. Owner Dave Bancroft says making sure your windows are up to code and properly labeled is just the first step of the installation process with Veteran Windows and Doors. Dave promises their windows and doors meet the energy efficiency requirements, are right for your area of Colorado, and are correctly labeled at installation. The NFRC label is attached to the Energy Star label, and both must be energy efficient or you will not receive any of the generous rebates that are available to you. Also, you need a transferable lifetime guarantee on the windows and doors that you invest in for your home, and owner Dave Bancroft provides that peace of mind, too. Veteran windows and doors prioritize integrity over gimmicks, because in the end, it's not about the show, it's about the facts. Go to klzradio.com slash window today for windows and doors that stand the test of time. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, article that uh, Charlie sent me today, or I think while I was gone, that dovetailed into a topic I talked about a couple of weeks ago. That was George Soros, the foundation. He's stepping down, and he put his son Alexander in charge. And I said back then that this is actually getting worse with having Alexander in charge versus having dad in charge. And I'm not wrong. There's an article that just came out, oh, I don't know, a few days ago, last week. The foundation is now cutting 40% of its staff under the now leadership of son Alexander, who has pledged under his leadership the foundation will give greater support to abortion and voting rights. How is he going to make that happen? When you cut staff by 40%, you now have more money to go do these other things that he wants to do and shore those up. So as I said, when that first came out, it's going to get worse under his leadership, not better. I'm not wrong, and this article is proving that. So I'll leave you with that for today. Andy and I will be back tomorrow. Got a lot to talk about, by the way. And uh, one of those things is an article about Casa Bonita written by somebody local as a conservative. We'll talk about tomorrow as well. So have a good night. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.